Welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast with DT and Letty. Ready, Set, Showtime. Welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast, episode 61. I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And man, it's good to be back since 1942. 1942. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, it's good to be back. I actually thought it was two weeks since our last episode. Of course, I'm getting old and my mind is wandering in <laughs> getting places. Getting old and delusional. Old and delusional. I really thought it was that. And I feel bad because I told Letty the other day, I was like, man, these episodes are getting further and further apart. And come to find out, it's only been like 10, 11 days. But it <laughs> st- still sucks that we're not doing it every week. Yeah. But anyway, guys, uh, again, and I hate saying this, no video podcast again this week. My dumb ass went, uh, left the camera in my car. We went to the park the other day, and I took some pictures. Yeah. I was going to do a little vlog, but I thought... I just want the first videos to have me and you in them, and then if you want to do a separate vlog later on, you can, and vice versa with me. It was just a little trip to the park. I was like, yeah, you know, I want to wait till we yeah. all go out and do something real cool. But anyway, guys, a lot to talk about this week. Since the last episode, a lots went on. We got it. We got a crazy YouTuber bitch that abused her dog. Twitch is up to some bullshit again, Letty. Just when you think Showing these cocks... Showing some X-rated shit. <laughs> yeah, Twitch, y'all are a bunch of morons. The new Tool single, we got a, the, we're going to review the new Slipknot album. Issues has a new album. Epic Games fucks up by not telling 100 people, hey, dude, guess what? Your account was hacked. <laughs> and then the rant will we'll be, we'll call it the Gamer's Grind which will tie in with uh, something in Season 10 of Fortnite, which we're going to turn into just kind of what it's like to be a gamer when you yeah. get your first win. We'll explain more when we get into that, but that's what's going to consist of today's show. But, Letty, since the last episode, man, what have you been up to? Well, honestly, besides, you know, you know your, normal, your normal work, uh, this past weekend, there's a reason why we weren't able to record this weekend. Uh, Saturday, I had a full schedule, and I kind of forgot about a little bit of it. We ended up going to a cookout my, my mammy had. A lot of really good food. I ain't going to lie. We Hell had yeah. tater salad, barbecue, nice. damn cowboy beans. Oh, man, it was great. And then after that, we had a, uh, a birthday party where we went to the splash pad. Uh, we I basically hung out with uh, Ruby's dad, stepmom, and uh, sister basically all day Saturday. We all had a great time, and then yesterday I had to get a little R and R in, and I had a ended up going to brunch and got some shit done. I'm still but, tripping uh, over the brunch comment. I haven't heard brunch. <laughs> yeah, in a while. man, we went to brunch, but the thing that pissed me off is that it took longer since my last visit there, and then where was it? Uh, we went to First Watch in Johnson City. I've never heard of that. They're only open from 7.30 to 2. I mean, it's really good. They they got some really healthy shit. I mean, I ain't going to lie. The only reason I went there is because Eggs Benedict is my favorite breakfast food. Right. And they have some damn good Eggs Benedict up there. They kind of overcooked my eggs, which I was a little salty about that. But yeah, I was they, so... they didn't put the Benedict in there. <laughs> <like it. laughs> they didn't put the Benedict in the Eggs Benedict. You but... got to put the Benedict in there, lady. <laughs> But, I mean, we all had a great time. Mo and Ben came, Car, and 
I mean, they, they fucked up on Moe's order, and it was hilarious oh, seeing Moe's face whenever they brought it out. Oh, he man. ordered He ordered sausage and bacon, and they brought him out ham, and his oh, look, the look on his shit. face was like, I didn't say fucking ham. I didn't know ham was an option. God, dude, I miss those guys. We oh, got to get great. them on the show soon. Oh, yeah, we definitely do, but besides that, I mean, it's just been work and trying to get my shit together. Yeah. Uh, what you been up to, DT? Uh, I took uh, took Kinsley to the park uh, a couple last couple of weekends, man. So that's been cool, just to kind of get out and oh, unwind. Yeah. Uh, I, I was supposed to actually work this Saturday. I had a family issue come up, and I wasn't able to go in. And man, I was tripping off of that. So we decided to go to the park and have a little picnic, man. Oh, and yeah. it, it was just nice to kick back, hang out with the family, and just you know get your mind away from everything with work and. Just all the crazy shit going on, man. I just hate that we hadn't been able to record like we wanted to. And then yeah. we got our supervisor at work. Things are just getting more ridiculous, dude. Really? Fucking machines going down left and right. Like, at what point do you go, hey, man, I think it's about time we either... I, and I know this is a lot of money, but when you're having multiple machines every day go down because of something... yeah. And I mean hours before either they come back up or they don't. Sometimes people just get sent home, dude. Like Damn. I've been sent, I've been sent home two or three times the last three or four weeks, and I haven't had a forty-hour check in probably almost a month. Damn. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. So it's just like, at what point do you purchase new parts for this machine? Oh yeah. And like I was talking to a technician, he's like, man, I just feel like some of these machines, it's it's too far gone. So that's been kind of frustrating. But we just been hanging out with the family and going, like I said, going out, having a picnic. That was nice. Other than that, that's about it. Playing some gaming, doing some little research for the podcast, and uh, still uh, haven't heard nothing from Luminary with my fucking money, <laughs> Luminary. I forgot about you. I need that money, man. What the five fingers say to the face? Yeah, yeah. Smack. Smack. <laughs> Powder me up, bitch. Now hold my drink, bitch. Hold my drink, bitch. <laughs> we got a little update here, lady. You know, you, you guys recall our last episode, we, we kind of ranted about Tim Services and good old staff, Mark. Just when you think that they couldn't screw anybody over again, a little incident come up I just briefly want to talk about. Just, just let you know what we're dealing with here, guys. woman where I work literally got hired in. Did her paperwork. Hey, she was officially hired in oh yeah so basically these bastards at staff mark come through and was like oh no wait a minute you haven't completed your what is it 500 700 hours it takes yeah. you got to work through them in order to get hired in and we're like giving this woman shit saying that the place where i work has to pay them like whatever what it was under 700 hours i don't know what the difference would be or whatever however they work that out but we're trying to say they repay them, and then luckily the woman got it figured out and everything's good now. Well, that's good. But just the thought that, I mean, look, dude, the goal is we use these assholes yeah. to get hired in somewhere. Oh, yeah. So if somebody gets hired in and you're a few hours short of their little whatever bullshit, like, oh, you all ripped us off enough, oh, yeah. okay? Oh, yeah. You made enough money, stop. It's just ridiculous, man. These temp services must be stopped. I mean, really. They need to be. Or at least staff mark. I mean, I don't really hear anybody else. No, Do you? No, I really don't hear anything when it comes into the other ones like Staff Pro or uh, what is it, Elmwood and all them. Yeah, Elmwood. Yeah, I, I never... I mean, you might hear a little piddly shit. Your typical, oh, well, they 
way. Being assholes yeah. whenever I told them I needed these days off. You know, yes. nothing. it's normally something like that. It's never... There might be a little mistake on a check. Yeah. At least, you know, they get it figured out within a yes. week or two, not, oh, man... Here you are. You're getting hired in. And, oh, here's the back pay from six months ago we owed you. Shit, I remember one time they closed down a card I had I was getting paid through Staff Marquette. So I went in there. It was literally the day before payday. I went in there, and I'm like, hey, this happened. So they're like, oh, hell. And I'm like, what? You can't just cut, get me a check cut tomorrow, hell, even Monday? Yeah. And they're like, hell, you might get your next check before you get this check. And, and I ended up getting that money before my next check but it was only like a day or two before yeah. a lot of fishy stuff man oh, yeah, I, I mean i'm just saying somebody need to look into that because it ain't right to people that go out here and bust their i mean it's already bad enough being a temp yeah definitely definitely but anyway guys again thank you for joining us guys please go subscribe follow like comment all that good shit on all our streaming services oh, yeah, anchor definitely, definitely anchor youtube spotify apple podcast just everyone we're on and uh go follow all our social media pages man keep up to date with the show i'd probably start with facebook twitter all them good things. Letty's keeping up with the Snapchat. Hopefully, we can get Sheena in here to take care of the other ones. All but Facebook. I'll still yeah. man that ship. Letty, we got a lot to talk about this we week. We do. We do. But first, who you shouting out? This week, I got to give a shout out, of course, always to Ruby. She's doing great in level three gymnastics, man. Like, Hell yeah. seeing her progress, especially in the short amount of time she's been doing it. We've been doing it six months, and she went from level one to level three already. Oh, shit. Every, every, um, I guess you could say evaluation that they do, they look nice. up and like, yeah, they can go on, or let's keep them in here for the next season, and then we'll see next time. But yeah, she's, she's advanced every time, and now she's in a way smaller class, because we uh, do it every Friday from uh, five to six and there's only like three or four kids in there so i mean she gets a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with the instructors i know september whenever it comes up we got uh, cheerleading tryouts so nice so we, we get to get ready for that and i'm excited to see her do that gotta give a shout out to you know all my friends family and uh, close people that i know personally who's been on the show who's helped out with the show you know we can't thank you enough gotta give a shout out to dt because I mean, without him, I wouldn't have this opportunity to get on here and share my opinions about everything, and y'all hear me bitch every week. Yeah, yeah. And it's been a blast. Hopefully, you know, we'll get our shit together, get our schedules figured out. It's just between oh, yeah. work and all this, you know, personal life bullshit that comes up. Drop of a dime, sometimes our plans have to change, and, yeah. you know, we health, hate it. Health issues, all Yeah, that health shit. issues, whole nine yards. Yeah. You know, gotta give a shout out to you listeners. We don't know personally. I mean, without y'all, we wouldn't be doing this. We gotta thank you for, you know, taking an hour to an hour and a half out of your week just to listen to us, you know, like I said, bitch, talk, and... Rant. You know, yeah, yep. Rand, have our have our great time on here. So, uh, DT, who you shouting out? Got to thank my beautiful family, man. Those life problems hit, man, but you got to yep. roll with the punches, deal with it. That's life. Move on. Don't cry about it. Just do something about it. I got to thank Letty, co-host of the year, man. Whoop, whoop. Though we, we've had issues, man, and, and we've had struggles, but, I mean, I, I can't sit here and say we could probably talk to every podcast. They've all probably dealt yeah, with probably the same hit, shit. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But we'll get it together, guys. Don't worry about that. I assure you, we got a game plan, and uh, it's just about sticking to it. But you all understand, and you're patient, and I'm sure most people that did hear our situation would. 
We got to thank Drama. She's putting up selfie pics for some reason. I don't know why she on there. She's trying to get her a little something. <laughs> have you seen her? Have you seen all her selfies she's putting up? Oh, man, I have. I, I have. swear to God, every time I open Facebook, she's got a <laughs> yeah, new she, one. Yeah, she has a new one. Get a girl, flaunt that shit. Yeah, hell yeah. Get them. But we got to thank Drama, though. We don't talk to her much anymore. We know she's still rocking with the show, and she's helped us out a lot, and we can't thank her enough, guys. Anything online marketing, you want to advertise your small business, your new up-and-coming business, or if there's some prick at your big business you're with now, whatever business you've been with for years that's screwing you over, hey, look, go hit up Drama Brian at socialpoint24.com. Hey, I'm telling you, you'll like her packages. You'll like how she keeps in touch with you, keeps you in the loop. Go check her out. Her prices are fair. And trust me, you'll get to look at those selfies on Facebook every day. <laughs> uh, we got to thank Kellen Keller, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy that got me on this that told me every day, hey, Daniel, you should be on radio, DT, Daniel, whatever I want to call you. Uh, you should be on radio. And he's what really led to me starting this podcast. So I always got to shout Kellen out. All our people down at Greenville Vapor, we vape every day. We stop by Greenville Vapor every day here locally. If you're in Greenville, anywhere in East Tennessee, trust me, Greenville Vapor, they got great juices, great prices, great mods, tanks, anything you need, coils, they got you. Go check them out. We got to give a big shout out to everybody there. And last but not least, all our family, friends, and the listeners, whether you're new, you've been with us from the start, we can't thank you guys enough for your support. If you listen, to us for five minutes or, or the whole episode if you share the episode we can't thank you guys enough uh, yeah dr- drama i'm telling you i heard them selfie pics you see her look at her all <laughs> dolled up oh yeah, yeah she's trying to get her a little something, something. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to get her a new uh, some trick-or-treating done early get a girl yeah, you know you like that halloween reference <laughs> get you get you <laughs> trick-or-treat get, you, get it i I'm telling you, though, every time I open it up, I, you know, because your story stuff will be up there at the top. Oh, yeah, top. definitely, definitely. Hers is like one of the first ones. Yeah, I'll sit there and I'll click on the stories and, you know, go through it because, you know, I follow people like uh, Franz and Chelsea yeah. Lynn and I'll, I'll get to them, but the, she'll be like the third or fourth yep. one every time. Yeah, but. But I mean, get it, girl. Fought yeah. that shit. <laughs> yeah, drama's cool as hell. So let's kick off the show. Um, this isn't really music or gaming related, but it's something, you know, we talk you too. And this is just something, as a pet lover, as me and Letty are, even if you're not a pet lover, this is bullshit. Yeah. So I'm going to read you this. Uh, so there's a girl who goes by the name of Brooke Houts. She has a YouTube channel with her Doberman. I mean, this dog is it's a beautiful, full-grown Doberman. I mean, beautiful dog. Cool dog. And she'll do stuff like doing blah, blah, blah with my dog. And in this particular video, she was trying to prank her dog by tying saran wrap up and then leading him in there. And the dog was supposed to run into the saran wrap. Well, this dog was smart as shit and, like, went under it. Yeah, I seen that go under it and jump jump over it. it. And they say, you know, would, like, try to follow her through the other door. Well, when you first see this at first glance, you're like, oh, I don't see the problem. Well, that's because you're watching watching probably the edited video, which came up after she fucked up yeah. and uploaded the unedited version, to which the dog, after she's riling the dog up to play, yeah, she would hit the dog <laughs> when it would come jump on her. She at one time spit and pushes the dog. I mean, talking down to the dog, like, oh, the dog gets on my nerves. 
and and I'm going to tell you something, lady. This isn't the first time this bitch. No, has there's this. there's no way in hell this is the first time because I understand trying to make a dog listen, and some of the things I don't agree on what she did definitely. But I mean, spitting on a dog—that is—that's pretty fucking low. Who the fuck spits yeah, who on spits a dog? Yeah, who spits on a dog? That's one thing I've seen that, and I'm like, who the fuck does this? Because you know, I've seen people, you know, roll up newspaper, pop them on the butt, stuff like that. But I've never seen anybody lean over and just spit right on a dog. Yeah. So she caught a lot of shit for this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So she, she issued a response on Twitter, and you've got to. I'm just going to read a little bit of it because if I read the whole thing, I'm going to get pissed off the rest of the episode. But she basically says, "Anything I say isn't going to make those who believe I'm a bad person stop believing that you are correct." Well, yeah, you spit on a dog. Yeah. Then she adds, "I want to clarify that I am not a dog abuser or animal abuser in any way, shape, or form." Yes, you are. Anyone who has witnessed or heard true animal abuse will be able to clarify and see that. Well, this pretty much <laughs> clarifies well, yeah. animal abuse to the yeah. T. I mean, just because you're not taking something and hitting a dog or whatever, but you've got to understand, you have a fucking YouTube channel with a dog. Clearly, you're supposed to love this dog. Yeah. That you've did it enough to where you've started a channel. Oh, yeah. And then behind the scenes, you're beating the shit out of the dog. That's just not somebody that had a bad day and did it one time yeah. to me. It, that, that bitch looked like she had done that before. Yeah. And then the way uh, a lot of people pointed out the way the dog was acting whenever, you know, she'd like raise her hand and shit like that, yeah. he'd flinch. Yes, he would. I, I could go on with her response. She's talking about I'm not going to play the victim card, but yet plays the victim card. And it, it's just ridiculous. Uh, I know H3H3 Ethan, they reached out and was like, look, I'll buy the dog. Yeah. And she actually responded to him at first, but I think it was to make herself look good, try not to yeah. get them to throw her out there like that. And he was just like, look, I'm just, I'll, I'll buy the dog right now. Oh, yeah. And now, uh, I don't know if you've seen this or not, she's uh, potentially getting ready to face charges for animal, animal abuse and neglect. Yes, she is being investigated by the police. Uh, there hasn't really been an update if she has yeah. been arrested, which she clearly should be for animal abuse. Uh, I know PETA uh, came out and issued something on their uh, Twitter. says, put up her video. says, dogs deserve respect. If you can't treat dogs with kindness and instead hit them, don't get one. I mean, that pretty well sums it up. Oh, yeah. And you're you're lucky. And I'm sure PETA's leading. They, they, they're going to make sure she gets Oh, yeah. Charged. Oh, yeah. They're going to like. Because that's the way PETA is. Oh, man. They always, they'll, they'll fuck you over. Eat, yeah. a, eat, eat a hamburger in front of them, and they yeah. figure they're going to make you be, like, the worst damn person ever. So, this right here, they got all the damn evidence they need, so, yeah. Yeah, and my fiancé loves animals, and, I mean, a, a whole lot, and to the point to where when she sees stuff like this, I mean, she gets emotional. Like, I remember she would watch, like, in people doing cows and the way they kill animals to... You know, yeah. I mean, everything. It would just make her upset, and when she sees stuff like this, man, she just gets disgusted. And this was disgusting to see. And if you're gonna sit here and tell me she, this bitch, just had a bad day, and the first time she did no, it, that ain't the that's first time bullshit. I just don't understand when you're caught red-handed fucking up. Yeah, I mean, you're done. You're caught. Oh yeah. Just come out and admit it. I don't yeah. get why these fucking YouTubers and, and and celebrities they dance around it. Look. You're human. You make a mistake. I mean, clearly, this goes above and beyond yeah. a mistake. But you're caught. Oh, yeah. Just fess up to it. 
I don't get why they dance around it. Oh, I'm not like this, and I was having a bad day. Okay. It's always been. It's always blamed on a bad day, or yes. there's always something in the mix. It's never. Yeah, I fucked up. Y'all caught me. I should not. I mean, I shouldn't be doing this in the first place. And y'all seen the unedited version? Yeah, I mean, you know, you have a bad day. Hit a damn wall or some shit. I don't know. Don't don't freaking beat on a dog or a hell even a person, especially an animal. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people probably only watch that damn channel because, because of the of damn, the damn dog. dog. They don't give a shit about her. Well, she's done for. Apparently, they they. I think they canceled her Twitter and her Instagram account. So, sorry, Brooke. You're done, bitch. Your 15 minutes of fame are over yeah, with. Yeah, you're done. What an idiot. I mean, that right there is just some 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 being wanting her to get caught. Oh, yeah. All right, let's move into some gaming news, Letty. Ninja, last episode we reported he moved to mixer. mixer. Twitch pulled some little jabs to where they pulled his partnership and shit like that. Even though when previous streamers have done this, they haven't touched their page. Yeah. Well, they decided to take another step above and beyond. Not only were they promoting other streamers on Twitch that came to Ninja's page. On his page, yeah. you will see other Twitch Fortnite streamers. Yep. Tell them what the number one trending page was. Oh, man. On Sunday... The number one trending page was a Russian streamer, and there was porn being streamed for two hours. I, I knew it had reached the hours mark. Yes. I wasn't exactly sure on how long, but I'm sitting here thinking, man, Twitch really, really fucked up. Yep. Because uh, I was watching a video. I can't remember the name of the person who put it out. But he said, you know, once, once Ninja announced that, you know, he had swapped partnerships... They took away his, you know, little check mark next to his name within five ten minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, they everybody, were uh, everybody was saying, you know, that's the quickest Twitch has ever responded to anything. Yeah, and then they go off and you know they make it to where they highlight these people, and the number one thing is porn that's been streamed for two hours. And guys, just to be clear, they had this on Ninja's page, this Russian porn thing. It was on his page like they were promoting the streamers, and it just so happened that the Russian porn was number one. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, oh man, that's one big fuck up for Twitch. Like, straight up. And the thing is, is you know why I respect Ninja so much, is these little jabs, he, he was ignoring it. Oh, Him yeah. and his team was just like, look, whatever. There, this is the reason, probably one yeah. of the reasons he wanted to move from Oh, yeah, Twitch. he's sitting there. He's working on, you know, getting his mixer up and going, figuring yep. out other shit. Hell, uh, he apparently gave out his phone number. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they reach out to they're, fans. Yep, they're ridiculous. And when Ninja seen this and the porn site, whatever, I mean, he had to respond. He had to. So not only did he respond, he involved his lawyers and everything. They're trying to get the page taken down, which I think later on the Twitch CEO dumbass came out and, and said he was sorry and that he they, took down the page. Yeah, and they, they were like, what, experimenting with highlighting yeah, other... And whatever. I'm sitting there thinking, no, that's that's your excuse to try and cover your ass. Yeah, basically what happened, you fucked up, you were caught messing up, and this was a big fuck up. Like, this, this right here to me is that everybody who's on Twitch right now should be fired. Yeah. And quite frankly, guys, if this isn't motivation enough for you all to quit supporting Twitch... And normally, I wouldn't say anything like this, but the Twitch has just messed up too many times. And it's just to the point to where I quit supporting them months ago, and it's just making it to where, let's say I thought about going back one day. I mean, this stuff right here, this ain't cool. 
Oh. Ninja took eight years on Twitch to build his channel. And I just think it's, number one, fucked up that they're advertising other streamers. Yeah. But even Ninja was even being cool and letting that go until a damn porn site showed Oh, exactly. Up. Because, I mean, look at Ninja's, uh, look at his fan base right now. You know, he, he's a big Fortnite player. Yeah. And who all plays a lot of Fortnite? A bunch of younger kids. Could you imagine, you know, maybe being like a 12-year-old and they say, you know, you're like, I'm going to go watch Ninja or I'm going to figure out where Ninja's at because he's not on Twitch anymore. Yeah. You go to his, uh, you know, his Twitch account trying to find something because, you know, that's what a lot of people do and they say, you know, you're being brought to a damn porn. Yeah, and that's what he said. He apologized to all that, even though he didn't have to apologize. Yeah, he didn't have to because it was not his fuck up. Yeah, and it's just ridiculous and this is, I don't know who's running Twitch right now, but they got some dumbass idiot, demented, perverted motherfuckers oh, yeah. behind the scenes and it, running it. And it took them two hours? Two hours. But you let a guy streamer, even a female streamer, that ain't going to show titties and ass get on there and cuss somebody or say something that the high-ups over there at Twitch don't like, and they're banned in five minutes for 30 days. It's just <clears throat> ridiculous, man. Uh, that validity chick was caught, uh, you know, the one talking about, can we copyright uh, PewDiePie? Remember that girl? Yeah. She threw a damn cat in a stream. Guess what happened to her? Not a fucking I'm gonna say thing. Not a damn thing, I'm guessing. Yeah, nothing. You put your titties out on Twitch, you get away with everything. That's just how, that's why people are getting tired of Twitch. Oh, Man, yeah. A lot of people like me have quit supporting them, and, I, and you know what? They brought it on their damn self. Oh, yeah, they did. And this right here is a, <clears throat> it's karma for everything. Yep. You know, you sit there, you let all the, you know, like you say, the titty streamers sit there and get big, and you got these, uh, the guys mainly. I mean, it's basically a sex, the sexist thing. It right really now. is, man, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's crazy because normally it's vice versa. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, now that, you know, they're sitting here letting all these titty streamers go off, get big, and then they get this one huge fuck up to where the number one thing that they highlighted was a channel yeah. showing porn. Well, and, and you got to look at it, too. I mean, think of the women that don't want to come. They yeah, they go on, on there, and they want to yeah. game. They want to, you know, share their content and game with other people and be a content creator in that way. They, yeah, don't, gonna, they don't get yeah. shit. They're going to have to deal with a show your tits or, oh, they probably won't be as popular because their titties and ass ain't yeah. out. And that, because that, let's be honest, that's what Twitch is known for. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's basically guys. like a free cam site. Yeah, but if you guys have maybe kept up with this story, any Ninja fans, give us your take on this, man, because this has just gone too far. It has. Speaking of Fortnite, Epic Games is under a class action lawsuit because a hundred accounts were hacked. And apparently these hackers, it's just it was just a simple little link, and I don't know if people, I think they had to click on it, or if you clicked on it or something, it literally gave up your name and password oh to your Epic account. A hundred people were compromised. Basically, Epic screwed up is that they didn't come out and tell these people. And this is weird because usually when Epic messes up, they not only will put out a tweet or put out whatever, an article, yeah. post, whatever, on Reddit and Twitter and everything, they'll reward whatever they messed up. And the fact that they just wouldn't say anything, but it's saying Epic Games is being sued over security breaches that allowed hackers to access the personal information of Epic Games accounts. The class action lawsuit filed by Franklin D. Azar and Associates in U.S. District Court in North Carolina alleges Epic's, quote, failure to maintain adequate security measures and notify users of the security breach in a timely manner. 
The lawsuit states that, quote, there are more than 100 class members. In January, Epic acknowledged that a bug in Fortnite may have exposed personal information for millions of user accounts. Checkpoint researchers originally reported how the attacks were carried out. By discovering a vulnerability found in some of Epic Games' subdomains, an XSS attack, which is a pretty popular yeah. hacker attack, was permissible with the user merely needing to click on a link sent to them by the attacker. And this right here is, is surprising because this had to be done to a bunch of younger uh, it had, players. It had to have been because in this day and age, you don't click. No on a one link. clicks on a link. Yeah, everybody knows not to click on a link. It doesn't even matter. If someone on Facebook sends you a link to click yes. on. You don't click on it because nine times out of ten, it's someone trying to get into your shit. I mean, I remember being on uh, face. Speaking of Facebook, and people like sit over here like, dude, why the fuck? Somehow a porn was put out in my name. Have you ever had this happen to you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've um, I've I've had things where it'll be like somebody's account will get hacked and it'll be like Charlotte, you did this on YouTube and I'm yeah, like, yeah, dude, yeah. I'm People like, like go off. Oh yeah, and I'm sitting there thinking I'm like I don't. I was like for one, this is fake, and for two, why did you click on a link? Yeah. Whenever uh, you know, anytime I get sent a link, I will immediately text the person and be like did you send me something on facebook yeah and then they'll be like no and i'll be like well you need to change your shit real quickly because somebody's got your shit yeah well and i think we're epic games like we said screwed up as they, they just they, didn't yeah they didn't them. acknowledge it and they should have acknowledged it i can't I, that is so weird and i don't know how that happened this has got to be either somebody new in the company or that or maybe they just thought they could hurry up and take yeah. care of it yeah, that's that's the only thing I could think of. And plus, you know, the last time they had a breach, it was millions. This one right here only being a hundred. Yeah, they'll they'll think you know size of it, but still, they should have uh, at least I acknowledged got, it and said something about yeah, it. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I wish one of them was me, because you know this is going to be big money. Oh yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. Epic <laughs> Epic has made. I I got I guarantee you, they got to be close to billions. No, they have I to be. know they're in the high, high millions. So uh, whoever's one of these hundred were, get your money. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. But I mean, nothing against Epic Games, man. But come on, dude. I mean, this is a big deal. You gotta come out and tell them. You have to. I mean, throw throw them. You know, two, three, four, five thousand V bucks for something like this. You know, hey, we're sorry. We're getting it took care of. If anything happened, we'll do our yeah. best to help you. We'll reward you. And move, you know, move on. They probably wouldn't even be sued. Yeah, they probably right. wouldn't be at the at the moment. Yeah. All right, Letty, let's talk some music, man. Music. We got some new There's shit. There's a lot going on in the music Holy world. Holy shit! Go ahead and kick it off. Let's talk some issues. Let's talk some issues. All right. Well, I was sitting there and I, uh, I was on Facebook and I was watching uh, Franz, which he's the lead singer of Attila. He was listening to a new track by Attila. I mean, not by Attila, but by Issues. Yeah. And it was not tapping out, which is the one I had heard um, before. So I'm like, oh, man, did they finally release their new album? Mm -hmm. Well, well, unfortunately, they haven't, but there was a new single that was dropped on it. I don't know how long it's been, but it's called Drink About It. Yeah. And I ain't going to lie, like, if this new Issues album keeps going the way it's going, it's going to be in probably one of their best albums they've released. Nice. I'm excited for it. Uh, if you, I mean, Tyler Carter's vocals have always been one of my favorite vocals uh, ever because, I mean, his cleans are so great. And then I can't remember the dude who does the uh, unclean vocals. But it, it's always amazing to see what Issues puts out. There's been a song I've not liked by them, and they have four or five albums out. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to check them out. I'm not. I, I've heard a few of their songs, probably their older stuff, but I love when there's two vocalists, a clean and an unclean, like a person singing oh, yeah. and a person screaming. These I love two, that. they're completely different. You would not expect Tyler Tyler's vocals to be in this type of band, I guess. Yeah. But whenever they do their slower songs, oh, his his vocals are so beautiful. Is it kind of like like a mushroom head? Like, those two guys don't seem like oh, they Oh, no. Uh, Tyler, he has, like, this softer voice. Yeah. And, I mean, it's something I could sit there and listen to all day. And uh, the Uncleans, I mean, he comes in and he hits hard. Yeah. So. Yeah, guys, we, we wish we could play them, but due to copyright yeah, copyright. Issues, yeah. But the new album's going to be called Beautiful Oblivion, and it comes out uh, October 4th. So, we got a little little under two months before it comes out yeah guys that's the thing we're going to start doing anything new of the bands that that we know and love uh we'll, we will be reviewing on whether it be just you know kind of giving you guys our brief thoughts on each song on the album or whatever it may be unfortunately i wish we could play them and kind yeah. of review them like that but we can't but that's that's something we're going to start doing which we will be doing with the new slipknot album but first tool has a oh, new single. Man, they oh do. God, I love it. Uh, it lasts ten minutes thirty two seconds. The longest song. I mean, which, come on, it's, it's tool. tool. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard a tool song under seven minutes. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, it's called Fear Inoculum. Inoculum, and uh, I couldn't pronounce that word till Letty came over. <laughs> uh, but I got to tell you, it's it's classic tool. Why I love tool so much. Yeah, you you the songs are different, but it's I love their sound because they stay consistent. It, it's another beautiful track, and I was noticing on there uh, two three months ago. It looks like there was some other. Uh, let me let me type this in. I I want you to see what I'm talking about. Um, Tool new tracks, and uh, they because it looked like I don't know if this was live or what. Descending as another new one and Invincible. These are saying these are new songs. Yeah. Yeah, see? Uh, they, they would be new songs because, I mean, on Apple, they've already got the whole entire, like, names of the songs out. Yeah. But, you know, they haven't released them because yeah. it releases, what, the 30th of this month of yeah. August? So. I was watching a, a Danny Carey had a, a, a interview, a three-part interview with Vic Firth, who is a drumstick company. And I, I know they asked him the process of a tool. And basically what happens is he, he'll come up with a beat or a guitar riff. He said he usually takes a few weeks to lay down his drum tracks. Yeah. Justin usually takes two to three weeks to lay down his bass because he does a lot of effects oh, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Adam takes, uh, I think he said, two to three months. And then he for some reason he didn't mention Maynard. He didn't talk about his process, but maybe he just goes no, he in. He probably just goes in and just, yeah. just listens to it for like three weeks, and then finally comes in just one day and just like, we got this, and then just yeah. lays down. I mean, they could have just been talking about the music. Yeah. I, I mean, granted, but I just thought that was kind of weird he didn't mention Maynard, but, you know, because it's probably with Maynard, you just yeah, never Maynard, fucking you're, know. you're just like, well, it's been six months, and yeah. he's got four lines. That's what I was saying. That, that's, that's progress. We were done a year ago, uh, <laughs> still fucking waiting on Maynard. Uh, he's putting out a new Pussifer album, but uh, but it led to me looking at a lot on Loudwire's YouTube page, like a lot of like uh, top ten Maynard moments and yeah. funny man. There's one on there where he's acting like they're in a country band, and it talks about his country boner won't go down. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see this shit, dude. Oh my god, it's the funniest shit ever. I mean, dude, they and he's one of them. He's talking about Elvis. 
Dude, you got to go in there and watch it. Dude. It's to, all definitely. And it, like top ten Maynard trolling uh, interviewers. Oh goodness! It's a classic, man. But uh, I, I got to tell you, lady, I love the song. Oh uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I, can you name one bad Tool song? I, I, really I cannot can't. name any. I really can't. And if, <laughs> and if you did name one, you'd probably get roasted by every oh, Tool fan. Oh, definitely. They like literally and figuratively, like they would find you and yeah. put you in a spit. <laughs> I, I love the the artwork for the single. Oh yeah, definitely. And I love how they're doing the tool. Look, I love the new tool logo. I love oh, yeah. how they're doing those lettering, man. That looks so dope. But guys, go check it out. It's called Fear Inoculum. And uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Nope. You ain't roasted me today, bitches. <laughs> it's like I will yeah. not pronounce this wrong. But if you go below it again, there's Descending and Invincible. Also, guys, go check those out. Oh yeah. Well, like, I think Descending's live. It probably is because where they uh, went to, what was it, uh, the Epicenter Festival? I bet you they probably played them two songs there, too. Yeah. Now, Fear... Inoculum. Uh, has <laughs> has 7.8 million views. Oh, I'd believe it. Yeah, it's been out a week. Yeah. So, guys, check it out. It's a great song. You know the build-up. That's why I love Tool. They have those really cool, just vibey build-ups. It just, it just, it just Dude, sits there. It. Like, your next thing you know, you're three minutes in. You didn't yep. even know it. When I first started listening to the song, I listened to it with Mo. And, you know, we're sitting there. We're listening to it in the living room. You know, we're just just chilling, talking. Yeah. And next thing you know, I look down, and I'm like, holy shit. I just now noticed this is a ten-and-a-half-minute song. Because yep. I was already, like, three-and-a-half minutes in, and it still said seven minutes to go. And I'm like... Yep. Shit, man. <laughs> but yeah. it was great. Yeah, dude. I love it. And I'm telling you, man, I'm so excited for the new Tool album. It's got to be close, man. I mean, surely it's got to be coming out in the next August few 30th. months. August 30th? August 30th oh, is when it comes shit. out. So in the next couple of weeks, we will have a new How Tool album. How did you album. find that out? I did not see you that. Did? I probably overlooked it. Apple Apple lets me know whenever oh, the new okay. things come yeah, out. Yeah, I can't so. afford Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I don't have an Apple phone. But I'll, all right, Letty. So, Slipknot, the new album. You wanted to review it. Oh, I, yeah. of course, wanted to review it. I I actually have just been so far behind. I didn't even know it was out yet. I got to be honest. I oh, knew man. it was close. Yeah. So basically, I guys have just heard the first four tracks. Um, that's all I've been able to listen to. So. We'll kind of give our opinion, and then I'm going to let Letty kind of give her take on the review. Basically, we'll talk about them. We'll give one to ten how we rate them. You know how we do. Oh, definitely. So, insert coin. I'm going to – It's oh, excuse me. The album's called We Are Not Your Kind. Um, love the artwork on oh, the Oh, yeah, definitely. The artwork on it, you know, it's classic Slipknot. It's always something different with them. Oh, yeah. And I love it. I love the way it looks. I love the name of the album. Creepy as shit. It is creepy as shit. Yeah. I love the name of the album because yeah. whenever uh, – all out life came out yeah in the in the course of it they where they would shout out we are not your kind so so i mean they basically have been hinting at this album since all out lives came out nice and i like that i like that i like how they're doing these new mystery type oh yeah definitely definitely all right so we'll start with insert coin and i it's just pretty much a build up into unsainted and i gotta tell you i really like it i like how when somebody starts out with that, uh, you know, a, a really cool intro. Oh, yeah, that, like a one to two minute sit there, yeah. you build up, and you're just like, oh, man, and then it transitions into, like, the single they release, so you get hyped for it. Yeah, and I remember I, the band I was in, 12 Gauge Heretics, we would do, and, and again, <laughs> I didn't, we weren't thinking back then, we probably would have got copyrighted, the, the shit copyrighted <laughs> out of us, but 
We would do a part from Boondock Saints. I'm a huge fan of that movie, the part oh, where yeah. they go and kidnap the mafia guy, and they give that cool speech, oh, yeah. and then at the end of it, they all hold the gun and shoot the guy, oh. and then it would kick into our music, and it was so awesome. And that's why I love those kind of intros that lead into the lead track. And I got to tell you, insert coin. I like it. I, I, oh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm at a nine on that. I like oh, the yeah. intro. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd give it. I'd give it a eight and a half. Eight and a half. Really yeah. It ain't the best I've heard, but it's yeah. sick. Yeah, like yeah. execute. In my opinion, was was pretty great for it. But that was what all hope was going out. Yeah. I think yeah. So we got the first tra- uh, single that was released on the album, right? On was yeah. it or was it All Out Life? No, oh, All Out Life is not on the album. I guess that was there was just showing that they were still making new music. Oh, gotcha. It was just gotcha. a single. So Unsainted was the single released from the album. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think with me, it, it, the Chris Finn thing kind of made me yeah. pissed off at Slipknot for a while. Yeah. So I kind of didn't keep up with them like I should have. But Unsainted, I, I like it. I like oh, it. I, I really think do. I think it's perfect for the first single. I, I dig Definitely. it. Um, I, I'm, I'm at. A, I'm gonna go. It's not the best single I've heard out of all their albums, yeah. but I do like it. I will. I'll, I'll go eight and a half. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give a solid eight and a half because yeah. uh, when you sit there, you know, you got the melodic vocals at the beginning, and then next thing you know, you bust out and just the heavy music. I love tracks that are like that. Always have. So yeah, solid eight and a half for me. Next, we move on to Birth of the Cruel. Um, and this was one that kind of surprised me. I, I really d- I dug it. I like it. I love the heaviness in it. Uh, I yeah. love the vocals. Yeah, of course, me. I'm a drummer, so I've always been a huge fan of Slipknot's oh, yeah. drums. Oh, yeah, so definitely. Percussion. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I really liked this one out of all the ones that I... I mean, granted, there's only four, but uh, <laughs> this is probably my, been my favorite. I, I would say easy a nine. Oh, yeah, it, it's an easy nine for me because when it came on, honestly, this whole entire album is going to be really high numbers for me because yeah. I just love it. So, yeah, I'll give it a solid nine, too. And uh, Death Because of Death, uh, I'm trying to think. Was it, This was kind of like a, what would you say, like a little middle intro-y type deal, yeah. I'm thinking? Uh, and I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like when they switch it up like that. Uh, you know, I'll go a nine on that. I, I think that's pretty unique. I like that's cool. I like when people mix it up like that. Do shit you don't expect. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'd give it. I'd give it a solid eight and a half for it All because right. it was it was nice to. I guess, you know, take a little break from the heaviness, and then you it leads into the next song. And I got to tell you, I, I like cool names for songs. I like every name of these songs. They're, they're oh, man, unique. they're they're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. Death because of death. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, next, we're going to let you take over these, lady. We got right. Nero Forte. Yeah, Nero Forte. Um, I was talking to uh, Ruby's dad, Jeremy, and i got to give him a shout-out because he's the only one that was able to. I was able to get an opinion from over this whole album, and he said that this right here is probably the best album that has been out since uh, the Subliminal Verses. Yeah. And Nero Forte is his is his favorite song from the album he had to say okay. and i ain't gonna lie this is my top three this this is this is number three in my top three from this okay. um it comes in it's got that heaviness it's one of the ones that actually still stuck out out of the whole entire album for me okay um <clears throat> i would you know it's got that old classic slipknot feel with the i guess you could say the vocals from i guess you know subliminal verses the yeah. way Corey sounded and then the music, oh, it's always great. So I would give this a high nine. Oh, hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. High nine. Critical Darling. Yep. That one right there, uh, it's got a slower intro to it, if I remember correctly. And then it builds up to, to you know, the heaviness that I the like Slot that. and Slipknot's always good for. 
I'm going to give it, <clears throat> I would give it a solid eight. Okay. I ain't going to lie. The next three, A Liar's Funeral, Red Flag, and What's Next. Okay. Those did not really stick out to me. Yeah. But, like I said, this whole entire album is great, and I could not, I really can't give you an honest opinion on it. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm going to give them just because of. You'd have to be a hardcore fan. Yeah, though, you'd have probably. to be a hardcore fan to sit there and be able to dissect them track by track. Because I've listened to this album three times now. Yeah. And those right there really did not stick out to me. Yeah. Good songs, but they just weren't. They're they're good songs, but they're not what the next two are going to be. So I would give them a solid seven, all all three of them. Okay. Now, Spiders, this song caught me by surprise. Okay. It did, because it's so bass heavy. Mm. And I love me a good bass heavy song, because, I mean, I'm a bass player myself. Oh, yeah. So... The, the the chorus of it comes in. It's like the spiders uh, come in the line two by two and nine by nine. Oh, and shit. then you sit there and you just hear the bass in the back and the music to it is great. It's not as, you know, the, the screams and the uncleans that Corey does. It's more of his, like, softer side. Oh, yeah. And I love this song, so it gets a nine and a half for me. And then you come to my favorite song of this whole entire album, which is Orphan. Oh, and when I say it's my favorite song, I mean, it starts out really, really slow. You you put it in your top three all-time Slipknot? It'd be up there. Top all three, yes. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's up there. Uh, It comes in, and you're sitting there. You're just like, all right, this is going to be a slow song. No, you're fucking wrong. After, like, 30, 45 seconds, the damn drums hit. It's double bass for almost a minute straight. Oh, and then the guitar riffs and just the heaviness of it. And you just sit there, and then Corey comes in with his heavy-ass uh, vocals, and it's, it's just amazing. It blew my mind. Nice. I'll check it out. Oh, yeah. Th- this one I hear gets a 10 from me. Like, straight nice. up, it's a 10. Uh, my Pain, Not Long for This World, and So Way Firth. Yeah. The, it's about the same thing as the, you know, the other ones before it. Yeah. They didn't really stick out, but Soulway uh, Firth, if I'm not mistaken, it's more of a slower song, too. That was their second one they released, right? I know they have a video for it. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this whole entire album, I'm not going to lie, it's it's one of my favorite Slipknot albums that's been out. Yeah, I know that Soulway Firth. I did watch that video. I, I wasn't a huge fan of that song. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the music's great on it, vocals are great on it, but it's just, I don't know. When I think Slipknot, it's not one of my favorites yeah um there was there's one song on here and i'm trying to remember exactly which one it is it reminds me more of stone sour oh then, yeah see then i don't like that it's it's not as heavy as slipknot even for slower songs you know slipknot has that distinct sound and heaviness yeah. no matter what it is and one of i'm trying to remember and i really can't remember exactly probably which it one sounds it like it'd be not long for this world it that might just be. seems like a stone soury type yeah it actually might be that one because i was sitting there and i'm like am i still on the slipknot album and i looked and yes i still was and i still had one more song i'm pretty sure i still had a few more songs to go or i mean i had it on repeat and that's my only bad critique for the album there's like there's one song that has like that stone sour feel in my opinion yeah but for me for waiting for um waiting on this album especially ever since Unsainted was released. I've been so pumped, and 
this this album did not disappoint me. Not one. So damn you thing. got number three, Nero Forte. Number two, Spiders. Number mm-hmm. one, Orphan. Yeah, that, those are my top three songs out of this whole entire album. All right, now what's your top three with this album included? Top three all time Slipknot songs. I my my first one is Surfacing. Surfacing is I, an amazing I love one. Surfacing. Um, I always liked the Heretic Anthem because I was a 12-gauge Heretic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, Heretic Anthem was one of my first songs that I fell in love with whenever it comes to Slipknot. It was Heretic Anthem. And then... uh, I like Vermilion. Vermilion was great. Even even the Vermilion Part 2 where, you know, they slowed it down. I love that. That was great, too. I would say my top three, I would probably put Orphan Number 3. Yeah. Number two would have to be Psychosocial. It's all yeah, Psychosocial, Psychosocial was always good. a great song that I just I've, I've, I've loved since the first time I ever heard it. Mm-hmm. Number one, oh man, Mine's hands. I love surfacing. surfacing. Yeah, mine would probably have to be uh, the Blister Exists off the Subliminal Verses album. Nice. That so that'd have to be my top three. Gonna put me on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I got. I so. had to put you on the spot. But guys, if you all have listened to "We Are Not Your Kind," you're huge Slipknot fans. Give us your take. Go ahead and throw us a rating on your. You can give us your top three favorite songs of the album. You can rate every song. That's fine with us. But uh, oh, yeah. Letty, thank you for reviewing those. I like I said, I'll listen to it. We can kind of revisit this, and I'll give my top three when I listen to the whole album. But I'm definitely going to check those out. Jeremy, thank you for your review. And uh, what would you say? Would you say that'd be his top three too? Or I don't. He only told me because uh, I was sitting there talking to him about it, and you know, I told him my favorite song was, has to be "Orphan" off this album. Yeah. And he said his favorite was uh, "Nero Forte." So. Okay. But All he right. said he did say that this is probably the best album they have released since Subliminal Verses. I liked Unsainted. I ain't gonna lie. Unsainted was a great song. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, moving on to everybody's favorite time of the show. It's been one of them motherfucking days. I tell y'all, it has been one of them motherfucking days. It's time to rant. Let's fucking do it. All right, so (laughs) this rant is going to be based off a response to the brutes that were added in Season 10 of Fortnite, but we're going to go a little deeper with this, though we will read the response. Letty, she doesn't really play Fortnite, but like I said, this is kind of going to be related toward Fortnite and Epic Games, but we're going to, like I said, go a little deeper. It's what sparked the topic. It's what sparked it. So we're going to call this the gamer's grind, guys. Basically, there was something added in Season 10 of Fortnite the mechs which are these big ass robots if you've ever played titanfall you may know what we're talking about i mean these things look bottom line they're overpowered they're hard to kill they can be killed but we just feel that a lot of pro players are bitching in fortnite community and i don't get it i feel like you should adapt but epic's response to why they put the mechs in the game is what concerns me and a lot of other people i've heard in the fortnite community but as gamers, we feel like the grind it takes for you to get wins and to get good at a game, you learn to appreciate it when you you know, when you just play like everybody else. When you win like everybody else, you don't need something overpowered to win. Definitely. We'll explain more in this, but Letty, are you ready? I'm ready, Spaghetti. Let's have a rant. So, like I said, guys, these mechs are these big-ass robots. You can Two people operate them. you got a person steering, which they can stomp and, and get an elimination yeah. on somebody. They can boost in the air to get somewhere really quickly if yeah. somebody's shooting at them. Then you have a person that, that 
can fire the weapons, which on one hand, you've got, you know, six, seven, eight rockets you can fire all at one time. Um, you And then on the other hand, you've got a shotgun. I mean, when people build up to try to block these son of a bitches, you can stomp right through people's builds. But where we're concerned is the pro players that bitch about this, which, guys, listen, pro players, let's be honest, compared to us casual players, yeah. and pro players in video games, they're a mile ahead. Oh, they are. Hell, I'd probably say they're about 10 miles ahead. Yeah, because, exactly. I mean, to become a pro player in a video game, you have to have some certain skills and show off them chops to get, you know, recognized like yes, that. Yes, exactly. And I just feel like Epic Games has been really good to them from the supported creator code when people buy stuff out of the item shop. If you put in a creator, they get paid. Yeah. They give them a small percentage. Oh, yeah. Then we're talking about the million-dollar tournaments. Oh, yeah. I don't know. There may be some other stuff behind the scenes. I just feel like every season that I, me personally, since season three, have played Fortnite, I've always seen a pro player bitching about something in the game. And, yes, it might be overpowered, but it's in the game. I feel like if you're a pro player, you need to learn to adapt. You need to learn to win. You're a pro. You know oh, yeah. this game better than anybody. I personally, I, look, am I a huge fan of the mechs? No. Have I killed the mechs? Yes. Have they killed me more times than I've killed them? No. So if I'm not bitching about it, and, yeah. and I'm a casual player, I mean, yeah, I play the game a lot, but I'm not a pro. So I, I just don't get what they're bitching about. And and for them to say they're going to boycott Epic, they put a hashtag on Twitter, which became the number one trending topic oh at the time, remove the mech. I just feel like, look, guys, it's in the game. They're yeah. not. It's part of this season, that last two to two and a half months, every like every season yeah. does. They're not going to get rid of this shit. A statement was issued from Epic Games, and I, I just want to read it, and then we're going to dive deeper into this, why it's so concerning, and then what it's like to be a gamer. Yeah. Hey, you folks, we've heard the frequent discussions, hashtag remove the mech, about the brute, and decided that it would be a good opportunity to explain the Fortnite philosophy. The mission of Fortnite is to bring players of all skill levels together to have a fun experience where anyone can win. I, I respect that. Yeah. For example, everyone having a shot at that first elimination or victory royale moment and the satisfying feeling that comes with it. Right now, we know there are players out there who have never had that opportunity. I played for seven seasons. I've never won a solo match. Yeah. It sucks to say that, but I love the game. Another part of a mission is to provide spectacle and entertainment when playing Fortnite. Bringing these moments to the game every week means there is always a new way to enjoy and experience the game. The Brute was added at the start of Season X with this mission in mind. Since then, we have seen players who had previously struggled with getting eliminations acquiring more, while the number of eliminations earned by more experienced players remains steady. And I don't know about that. Yeah. Brute encounters should feel like a unique engagement and not be the dominant experience during a game. We have made adjustments to the Brute within Arena in line with the goal. Specifically for Arena, we made the change to the spawn rate in order to reduce late-game encounters. So pretty much instead of two spawning per circle, like I told you, in yeah. Arenas, which is where most of the pros go, there's only one spawn. Yeah. I don't really see that. I think they should have nerfed the Brute itself, yeah, which they, they didn't. Have. They added a fucking laser where now you can aim at people. Oh, my Lord. That's it. <laughs> I don't. I think they should have took the health of the, the Brute down some, which they did not. And I, I think that right there would have made a world of difference. But anyway, this due to a higher number of players surviving to those circles compared to non-arena modes. We are happy with the results, and below they give graphs of eliminations and stuff like that. Now, I play Team Rumble and Solos. 
So I'm not going to speak on the other ones because I don't know. Yeah. In solos, they're trying to say there's four eliminations per game with the Brute. and Team Rumble, they're trying to say there's six. And I'm here to tell you, I know specifically Team Rumble, that's bullshit. Yeah. There's way more because in Team Rumble, you can respawn. In solos, when you die, you're, you're dead. You're that's it. And I'm telling you, I, I know for a fact, there's been a game where I got damn near six by myself. Yeah. Now, there's, keep in mind, two, two mechs spawn every circle. There's sometimes three to four circles. Yeah. So, that's a total of eight mechs coming in. Or, now, now, in Team Rumble, I could be wrong. There could be more. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so above you'll see the average number of brood eliminations. You know, I told you that. But then they give a percentage, which, good Lord, it's a really low percentage. I, again, I, I don't really agree with that, but I don't know where they got these, whatever. A lot of other YouTubers and pros that reviewed this said the same, but we'll leave that there. We regularly have and will continue to release content that shakes up gameplay in Fortnite. That's, yeah. that's understandable in unexpected ways and we're committed to providing a constantly evolving entertaining and fun experience to all players the Fortnite team so my thing letty here is where i i kind of look at this two ways number one i agree with the pros on the fact that uh and a lot of the youtubers and a guy that goes by the name uh, that denver guy youtube or something like that he he made a point and said why this is concerning to him is because look when you're new to the game you're not supposed to just hop in a mech and, no. and get a win no that's that's cheap yeah how, how would you appreciate a win when you're using the most overpowered thing in the game to win yeah now i don't mind the mechs but if somebody gets one and they go all the way to a victory and just because they're a new player you feel like that i, I just don't think they should have added them in the game with that in mind. Yeah. You want to shake up gameplay? That's fine. Yeah. But see, by them throwing in the fact that they're giving new players an advantage over players that have been playing the game since it came out, yeah. shit, like I just thought that was the wrong approach. It really is. As was. a gamer, Letty, and you can agree with this, the struggle to get the win, you're not, you're supposed to get your ass kicked. Oh, yeah. The, the first, oh, man, I'd say the first 10 to 20 matches, honestly, you should get your ass handed to yeah. because you're learning mechanics. You're trying to figure out the loadout you like, the weapons you like. I mean, in any multiplayer game, from yes. Call of Duty to Battlefield, Halo, Fortnite, all of them. Yeah. You, you know, you got to figure out what your gameplay style is, whether you want to run and gun, snipe, close quarter, you know, that, that's what you do. And exactly. that, that's how I came into multiplayer, too. Yeah, and if I'm a new player, I'm looking at all the flack they're catching over these mechs. I jump in one and get a win. I mean, yeah, maybe there's players out there they will enjoy. They don't give a shit. Hey, we won. But deep down, as a, a true gamer, you can't appreciate that. Exactly. Like, yeah. that grind to get your skill yes. set good. To, to, get it, to get it to where you can get wins without having to get... The most overpowered thing. Yeah. That's what matters. And the fact that they would add them just to specifically help new players, which, look, I know you got to cater to your new, your casual players. I understand all that. That's fine. But, I mean, to add something highly overpowered with that in mind to simply yeah. let people skip the line, I don't understand. And, and yeah, there may be some little eight, nine-year-old kid that don't care, but a true gamer, 
a gamer that's played, I mean, good Lord, I've been gaming, what, 20-some-odd years yeah. or longer? Damn near 30? My parents told me I picked up my first controller when I was four. So yeah. I've been gaming for 19, almost 20 years. Yeah, there you go. I want to win how everybody else wins. I don't want to jump in a fucking overpowered robot and smoke everybody for exactly. my win. I mean, yeah, you're going to win. A win is a win. But how, how can you really enjoy that? I mean, in my opinion, you can't. Because I've never played Fortnite, but... It, this comes from the other multiplayer games I've played. Yeah. I've played everything from Halo to Gears of War. Uh, I've done Mortal Kombat online a little bit, which yeah. I suck at, so I quit on yeah. that. Uh, my biggest one, I mean, would have to be you know Call of Duty. The first one multiplayer-wise I ever got into was Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. I was a little late to the game, but I had my reasons. So, I mean, I, I would always play a lot of hardcore deathmatch, and uh, I would play... Search and Destroy. Yeah, I, I played some Search and Destroy. Not a lot, but yeah. I've played it a little bit to try it out. It was Infected. Infected was one yeah. of my... It yeah, was, it was a party a cool. game mode. I loved it. And, you know, me and Ruby's dad, we'd sit there and we'd play the games. And next thing you know, here I am. I'm playing it more and more. And I got into it. I got into it really big. And, you know, I never did get to first prestige on Modern Warfare 3. Now, when Black Ops 2 came out, that's when I started going hardcore on multiplayer. Yeah. It was, I had a blast out of it. And that's when I started doing a lot of kill confirmed. And the first time I ever, you know, finished first on the leaderboard out of the whole entire uh, match. Yeah. You know, you got that sense of accomplishment. Like, man, this, like, past six months of getting my, my, my gameplay down, my play style, my loadouts right, yeah. is just amazing. And then whenever I went to the party modes, I played Sticks and Stones for... I gave it like five shots, and on my third, third or fourth time, I finally got the mechanics figured out, and I beat, I won, I won that round. Mm -hmm. It was crazy, because yeah. I mean, I'd never played sticks and stones in my life, and here I am, you know, my third or fourth game, I, I get a win, and I'm honestly, it's probably beginner's luck, but it was a sense of accomplishment because I, I literally got my ass handed to me in my first game. Yeah. I got like two kills, and then I'd kept getting humiliated. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when Fortnite, when you win solos, duos, squads, games, stuff like that, you know, you get an umbrella, a specific one, a glider every season. The only way you can get this is by winning. Now, I, I never, I've yet to win a solos, duos, or squads game, which sucks. There's so many good players oh, yeah. coming into this game. It's, it's good to see, man. I'm not mad at that. But there was a game mode. It was a John Wick event where if you won, you would win a John Wick umbrella, and I, that was cool. Now, I didn't know if you won this, it was like you won a Solos Duos match. You got all the other umbrellas. Oh, shit. We played four games with this, these people that I'd met the first game I'd played. And we grinded, man. We grinded, man. We, it was just so tough. And then finally, that fourth game, man, we clutched up. And the guy, one of this guy I met named Matt clutched out the last few eliminations for us, and we won. Hell, yeah. And I remember how good that felt. You know, we didn't use some bullshit mechanic in the game, some air, like airplanes, swords. We just won straight up. Yeah. And it felt good. Kind of like when I won uh, back when I used to play Mortal Kombat, Call of Duty, when I finally won those matches after getting my ass handed to me multiple times. You learn and oh, you yeah. get better and you learn to win the way you're supposed to. Yes. You don't use some hack, cheat, bullshit, overpowered thing in the game. You just win by how everybody else would win the game. And that oh, yeah. feeling 
it's good it because is. you won just like a, a pro would win. You won by your own wits and your own grind yes. to figure out the mechanics for your play style. Yeah. And that right there for a gamer is probably, in my opinion, one of the best feelings yes, ever. Yes, it, it really is. Be- between that and, you know, beating a game you've been playing for like four months because you got there stuck you somewhere. Go. I imagine if you won a tournament. Like that oh, yeah. Booga kid, when he won that Fortnite tournament, World Cup, won $3 million. Probably on top of the world, Dude, man. I would pass out. You know, I you mean, that's... It used to be like, oh, shit, and then bam. I've seen Tim the Tap Man. He used the mech. He goes, guys, watch this. He had Cypher PK, another YouTuber, guiding it. That's yeah. it. He was manning the weapons. He turned his screen off and said, watch this, and got eliminations with the mech. People proving points how overpowered the fucking thing yeah. is. Cloxy and Tifu. They I saw a video to where they were in a pro scrim. They were taking out other big pro Fortnite players, just sitting there lighting them up. Now, I don't understand why these mechs are in the the pro scrims or yeah, the competitions. Yeah, What does that got to do with new players? They're not going to be in pro scrims. Exactly. I think a simple solution. I play Team Rumble. You want to throw mechs in a limited time mode? Hell yeah. I don't understand why they would be in solos because you need two people yeah. to drive them. But for some reason they are. I don't get just that. Run at all. around and stomp everybody. Yeah, I, I think a simple solution would be one of two things. Number one. You need to nerf the damage to them because, man, it takes a lot to take those fuckers down. Now, you can get in them, you hold LB, and you can self-destruct the whole thing. And that's even if if I'm not in the driver's seat or if I'm in the weapons, either one, somebody can jump in and self-destruct it. There's ways to take them out. You just, I don't know, I just think a lot of these guys get pissed off when they get killed by them, so they cuss on them. There's ways you can take them down. I think you need to nerf the damage nerf the weapons throw a big nerf on them or i think pretty much you just need to throw them in the limited time modes yeah that's that's a simple fix why epic games has yet to do either one of those is beyond me yeah i mean when there's hashtags that was number one trending on twitter out of everything on twitter that was number one you you might want to kind of do something because, I mean, that's one thing I can even say about, like, um, whenever Black Ops 2 came out. One of the biggest guns that a lot of people used was the PDW. Yeah. It was my favorite weapon to use for, for a long, long time. And then they nerfed it because the damage on it was so high for a submachine gun. Mm-hmm. And it was basically a, a gun that everybody went to. And there was no, no uh, what, what could I say? A variety of weapons being used and yeah. like everybody a lot of people ran with the pdw and, and if you didn't have a pdw you fucked yeah oh yeah uh and then it moved to the mp7 and now they ended up nerfing that because i mean a lot of the weapons whenever they you know a lot of people put them out they figure out what's the best and you know you might get a couple weeks to run with that and then normally there's a patch that comes out and it gets nerfed yeah you would think that epic games by now would have at least you know like you said nerfed it uh, at least the damage yeah. to it. It's overall health. Yeah, yeah. Bring bring down the health, nerf the weapons a little bit, and I don't know why the hell they'd want to add a laser. <laughs> they did. That was the solution, Hel- and everybody was thinking there was going to be a nerf, and the patch yeah, notes came out, exactly. and there was nothing to it, but they added a laser. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, make it more accurate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I've killed quite a few mechs. I mean, they've killed me. But I am in Team Rumble where I respawn. Now, if you're in a tournament, if you're in a solos, duos, squads match, especially if you're in arena, because you get points, 
that you level up in arena, which arena is how you would play, let's say, in their high money tournaments. Number one, they don't need to be in arena. Why the hell they are is ridiculous. And Epic Games had to have known they were going to catch shit for that. Come on, man. I'm willing to meet them in the middle here. I'm not shitty they're in the game. Yeah. But come on, man. You got to work with the people that... I mean, there's people talking about quitting playing your game. I've seen a lot of these pros get pissed off and do shit. Like, they went and played Apex Legends. Ended up the next season, season eight, the free battle pass. They led to that. I've seriously seen some people uninstall the game. A lot of people talking about they're not going to buy nothing from the outer shop. And then I've seen some people bitch about it but still play the game. Yeah. My thing is just meet people in the middle. That's all they're asking. I'm not saying don't take the, put the mechs in the damn game, but you, you've got to kind of find a balance. That's my thing. That's what I got to say. What do you got in closing, Letty? In closing, I mean, from what I've heard is, you know, a nerf to them would probably be the best solution Epic Games can do. Yeah. Because, like I've said, like we've said before, get going into a game and you're a newbie, yeah. and you sit there and you use the most overpowered thing to get a win, that's just cheap. Yeah. In my opinion, that's just cheap. And especially if, you know, you're in a tournament or what you, you know, said, arena mode. Yeah. The person who gets killed by that, I would, I mean, they probably feel cheated. Because, yeah. I mean, they might be a hell of a player, but they get bombarded with rockets. That's fucking, you know, you got to aim a damn laser yeah. for. So, you know, it's going to be hella accurate. Uh, uh, let's just say I fuck around the map. I get one. Maybe I grab a kill. Maybe I don't. Let's say you got a guy over here balling out 12 kills. You get down to the me and him. I jump in a mech and kill that guy. Bad. Tell me how that's fair. That's not. He got cheated. Yeah. I mean, but I kind of see. But I just feel like on one hand, these pro players, they, they got to calm down. I see a lot oh, of them yeah. bitching and whining and complaining. And, and let's be honest. When Fortnite came out, it made a lot of these fucking guys rich. Oh, yeah. It made a lot of these guys a lot of money. I see, and a lot of gamers, they don't like change. Yeah. I mean, especially whenever it comes to something like this because i even heard a people so a few people at work that play Fortnite. whenever what the planes came out yep. they were bitching about them yeah because they said basically you know they were hard to kill or some shit oh these are probably three times as yeah. worse as the planes oh really yes yeah. yeah so i mean you can dodge a big fucking plane coming in on you but these yeah. robots i you're, mean these son fucked. of a bitch can jump high i mean I, i've been shooting at a guy pretty far away Next thing you know, this dude in two jumps and a boost is right on top of me. Damn. So I, I can kind of, I understand. I just think we need to find a middle ground, but I also need to think these pro players need to suck it up. A lot of these oh, guys yeah. were nobodies, weren't that heard of, didn't have a lot of followers, and Fortnite put them on the map, made them a lot of money. So I think they need to, instead of whining and crying about it, they need to all get together, go talk to some executives and high-ups at, at Epic Games, and try and do something about it instead of crying about it. Oh, yeah, it. make a compromise. Make, do something for a change whenever it comes to a video game like that. Yeah, exactly. Well, guys, let us know if any of you guys play Fortnite. If you're new, you play Fortnite Season 10. If you followed this, anything, anything, let us know your take on it because I would love to hear what some people think because I've heard, I've heard people go either way. I've heard people say they like the mechs, they're glad they're in the game, and they've been playing a while. I've heard some people say they're highly overpowered, which I don't care how long you've been playing. You can't sit here and tell me they're very overpowered. Yeah. 
and the fact there's no nerf yet, like like you said, there's got to be a nerf. There needs to be that, or they need to be taken out of the solos, duos, squads, and definitely arena. They don't need to be anywhere near pro scrims, any anything competitive. Yeah, they gotta be out of that. That's gonna do it for episode sixty-one. We'd like to thank everybody for joining us, and let that was a great episode. That was a pretty great episode. As always, guys, if you have any comments on any of anything we talked about on this episode, hit us up on our Facebook twitter any of our social media pages and as always if you enjoy the podcast please share us with your family and friends and follow us on anchor spotify apple podcast any youtube like i said guys i'm sorry that we keep putting off the video podcast guys i promise you they are coming up this actually was strictly my fault because we've got everything we need now. I'm just an idiot and forgot to get it out of my car. <laughs> so they will be here. We're hoping next week. I've, I've even got an editing program, I think, a Hell good yeah. editing program for the videos. So bear with us on that. It might take us a little bit to finally get going. We will have those out to you guys as soon as possible. But we'd like to thank everybody for joining us. And as always, you know, thank you guys for being patient, supportive, and just everything y'all do for the show and Definitely. understanding. We will be back on our weekly schedule. Just bear with us. We got to get a good game plan together and just understand. I'm sure you all get kicked in the nuts by life sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's going to do it for episode 61 of the Ready Say Show podcast. I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And remember, this is podcast greatness. Where greatness never dies. We out. Peace. Deuces. Whoa.